The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Anyway, if you are planning heading off on holiday, uh, one of the hidden costs is having to pay for your pet to be cared for in your absence. So what are your options? Pete the Vet, Pete Wedderburn, is here. Uh, Pete, good morning. Good morning. You found a good option yourself, have you not? Well, yes. I mean, the option I've used for a number of years has been this um, trustedhousesitters.com website where I would go away on holidays and I would actually go to somebody's house and mind their pets for them. So they basically get a free pet sitter by having me there. And you get a chateau or a, I, well, yeah, a, a, you, you a can, villa with a pool. You can choose from an online brochure of places that you'd like to go to and you can go and stay there for free. So trustedhousesitters.com is a great option if you like minding pets when you're on holidays, as I do, or indeed if you've got a house here that you don't mind having people stay in and you've got a number of pets, you can have a pet sitter come in and mind your pets on the provision that they get stay in your house and also often um, use your car and basically live your life for you. So trustedhousesitters.com is a really good option for the right situation. It doesn't suit everybody. Not everybody wants to have somebody in their home. Yeah. Um, are there people who will take your dog or cat into their home? Well, that's the other new option that's been enabled by the internet. And there's a, a really good Irish startup that was actually in the news just this morning, I think, on business. On, yeah, on, on breakfast business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how's my dog or house my dog? Um, and what they do is they, they, they hit the headlines because they announced yesterday that they're merging with a Goo Dog, which is a Spanish company which runs an identical service in southern Europe. So between them now, the, the, the merged company, will, will, um, it'll have 25,000 approved dog sitters across Europe. It'll wow. be the biggest um, company doing this, offering this service. And what the service is, is basically dog enthusiasts... Um, go online and say, listen, I'd love to walk your dog or I'd love to mind your dog when you're away on holidays. I'd love to help you out. Um, this is my price. If you want to engage with me, then click on here. And the, the website enables that. They take a small fee for doing so. But they, what they do is they give you access to people who've been scrutinized. They don't just take yeah. anybody on as pet sitters or do- dog walkers. They make sure they check them out, make sure they've got first aid um education, all that sort of stuff. And as well as that, they throw in free veterinary emergency insurance so that if your dog does have a crisis when you're away, it'll go to the vet and be paid for by by the insurance company. Okay, and what's the charge for this kind of thing? Well, it it depends. Things, the charge is negotiated with each individual pet sitter or dog walker. So it's it's very much a free market. Okay. I think it's a great service. Um, So howsmydog.com is the website that you can go to find out about that. So if if, if you, the idea is that if you don't like the idea, perhaps of going to boarding kennels where your dog's going to be in a, a non-home environment. Um, you know, it's going to be more or less in a pen or a cage of some kind. And yes, given plenty of exercise and yes, cared for very well. But if you prefer the idea of your dog living in a home, you know, sitting in the kitchen, going through the living room, going for a walk with a person, doing the things that they normally do, well, then House My Dog is the way to go. All right, uh, Pete, that's uh, very, very interesting. Now, the questions are flooding in. Mm-hmm. Advice on dog rehoming. Due to illness, I need to rehome my beautiful retriever. Please advise if it's better to rehome a dog by integrating him into to the new home slowly. For example, if you found the perfect home for her, should you leave her for a few days, then go back, take her back for a week and do this a couple of times so you, she won't feel you abandoned her? Or is it better to leave the dog and just don't have any contact with the dog again, which I'll feel very sad about, but you want to do what's best for the dog? That's uh, from Pauline. 
Pauline, I think that's one of those judgment calls that's a little bit tricky. But I would tend to say this, that dogs do live in the minute far more than we humans do. They see what's in front of them and they experience what they're experiencing. So um, I, th- I think if you say, here's your new home, here's some new people, a new, a new place to live, um, and then a week later you say, actually, no, come back here, this is where you are now, back home again, and then, oh, here's a new place for you, I think a dog could end up just getting a bit confused. Yeah. Um, I think a short, sharp shock is probably better in this in this situation. That doesn't mean you never need to see your dog again. You might want to, to see your dog again maybe a month later. You might. I don't think you need to feel that it's, it's uh, apart and never again to be together. Um, but I think having... Ha- not making a clean a clean cut could be more complicated for your dog. Uh, Mary in Dublin, can you ask Peter about vaccines for cats? Are there any side effects? Yes, every every medication has side effects, including vaccines. The side effects tend to be hyped up on the internet. I'm sad to say, because generally, I mean, suppose the one side effect you don't you you fear the most would be an anaphylactic reaction, and we do see this very 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 rarely where an animal might um, faint or, or or have a racing heart or or collapse or something straight after the vaccine. It's exceptionally rare. I can't remember the last time I saw that happen. More commonly, um, the reaction would be that the cat might not like the injection, might be a bit of a sting, and it could be a bit sore uh, uh, over their shoulder blades for for a day or something that'd be unusual but it does happen occasionally also you could have a little peak in temperature so the, the, the cat is a bit peaky and maybe doesn't want their, their supper okay. that kind of thing but more than that would be exceptionally rare and and um don't believe the hype about um oh there's all sorts of conspiracy theories out there um about vaccines all right yeah. i want to get a dog for my family two children age one and four so i want to make sure he'll be friendly and safe around the children what do you recommend a puppy or a rescue dog I guess I, I'd say two things. First of all, I, I love rescue dogs for these types of situations because you're not just getting a random dog. You're going to a, a, an organization like Dogs Trust or DSPCA who've got loads of experience of matching dogs to people, and it's in their interest to get a good match. Mm-hmm. So, so they're really good um, at, at doing that. So they'll look at your situation, they'll look at you, your kids, your home environment, and they'll say, we've got just the dog for you. And that's most likely to work out. If you really want to get a puppy, then for goodness sake, make sure you meet both the parents and make sure they're calm, biddable, obedient dogs. Because puppies belonging to dogs like those two parents are far more likely to make good pets. I leave my dog in the family house when it's cold and wet. Does adverse temperature and weather affect the dogs, a golden retriever and a collie? Absolutely. Dogs are just the sentient beings like ourselves. They'll have a look out at the lashing rain and say, I'm not going out. (laughs) (laughs) They have the same senses as we have of touch and feel. And, um, you know, they, they know when it's cold, they know when it's wet and they don't like it. So, um, you know, that doesn't mean they need to be mollycoddled all the time, yeah. but you have to treat them with respect. And and those dogs would both have reasonable coats. So, they would. you know, they, they, they have a certain amount of protection. They do. But you're, apart from anything else, you're legally obliged to make sure they live in a comfortable environment. So you can't just leave them out in the cold and wet. If they've got a kennel that's draft proof and waterproof and they're happy to go into it, well, then that is an option, all right, for, for short periods um, anyway. We have a female Yorkshire Terrier. When she goes for a walk, she stops every few metres to relieve herself, often cocking her leg like a male. Is there a reason for this? Should I have it investigated? Well, if it's in a, a recent, recently developed uh, 
a habit the dog started, I would say get it checked out because that can be an indication of things like cystitis or even bladder stones that dogs can develop. On the other hand, if she's always done it a little bit, it may simply be a way she has of marking her territory. Female dogs, less so than male dogs, but they do like marking their territory sometimes, and so you do sometimes see that. But I would say any change in habit of a dog's, if they start to do something they haven't done before, almost always you should get it checked out by your vet. Interesting one here. Should I give my puppy calcium tablets? It's a 14-week-old new fee, very big puppy. My breeder has had him on these pills from the time he could eat, but I've read online that I shouldn't be doing this. 100% you should not be doing it. But here's the catch. The problem with doing it is that your dog's um, internal system for absorbing and processing calcium is altered. And what that means is because the breeder's done it from an early age, it means that 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 puppy's system will have changed. So if you suddenly stop giving the calcium now, the dog may well suffer from a, a deficiency of calcium. So you need to wean the puppy off gradually. But for everybody else, from a young age, you should simply give a good quality complete diet that's got everything the dog needs all the minerals but you'd wean the dog off the calcium over a period of what a couple of weeks over a few weeks because the problem is the puppy may have lost the ability to extract enough calcium from the dog's normal rations the ability that all other puppies will have but because it's been given these calcium tablets it may have lost that ability so you have to be a bit cautious there and the breeder's probably thinking I'm doing the right thing because it's a big the bones are building quickly because it's such a big puppy the problem is by giving extra calcium you simply cause an imbalance. Regular dog food has been designed to contain all the calcium that dogs need. There's no need to give extra. Yes, they're bigger dogs, but they eat more food. So therefore, they get more calcium in a balanced way from their food. All right. Well, if you want to know what Pete is up to, you'll find him on Facebook as Pete the Vet. But he's also going on to facebook.com forward slash News Talk FM now, where he will continue to answer your questions. Uh, Pete Wedderburn, Pete the Vet, thank you very much. Thank you. 